well, Phil Rosen, uh, whether it's his uh, incredible dedication to the uh, uh, to the organizations like Yeshiva University and Birthright um, that we always highlight, uh, or if it's an incredible career with the American Friends of Likud, whatever the case or cause might be, he's been a fantastic guest of ours over all these decades at JM and the AM. We have a big Mazel Tov wish. His son just got married this past Sunday night. Mazel Tov to you, Phil Rosen. Thank you so much, Nachum. It... Uh that was the thrill. That was the thrill. My first son getting married. My daughter got married seven years ago. And uh, love, love, love my son-in-law and my granddaughter. And uh, They're doing well, huh? Everyone's doing, doing great. Well. They're keeping Grandpa doing happy. Great. Thank God. That's why I wear a uh, mask that says Poppy on There it is. I like that. So that's my thrill. Tell me for a moment, uh, you know, uh, satisfy my musical curiosity. How was the Aaron Teitelbaum Orchestra with, I'm told, Barry Weber and Shmuel Shmuel Younger? Beautiful. Beautiful. Absolutely, I think, one of the nicest uh, musical performances I've ever heard. Barry was at his top of his game, and so was Shmuel Younger. And together... Magical, really magical. Well, great Every, event. Everybody there, um, thank God, everybody there was so, so misamech and so happy with with everything. So, Baruch Hashem, Mazel Tov again, and thank a shout you. out to Aaron Teitelbaum and his crew. Um, I, I don't know if I should wish you Mazel Tov on the next piece of news. When you became essentially our Israel campaign and election analyst, I didn't think we'd be giving you this much work, <laughs> frankly. We started this about two, three years ago when the next major election came right. up, and you were nice enough to tell us about your conversations with BB and give us predictions and why you thought he would do well, and obviously he became prime minister each time, not just that time, but many times after that. Right. Then we call you a few months later and say, Phil, can you speak about this on the air again? And then we call you a few months later and say, <laughs> Phil, can you speak about this on the air again? I have news for you, Mr. Rosen. As of last night... We're back. Right. As of last night, game, set, match. Yeah. There will be another election yep. in the state of Israel. Yeah. It's an amazing thing, particularly if you think about it. The leading vote-getters among the parties are all center-right or right. right. There's not a single left-wing party in the top grouping. Look what so, Labor's going through now. There's lab- nobody left. Labor's gone. No seats, no mandates, nothing. Exactly. And... Uh, you know, what you have is, on the left, you have a Meretz-type party, um, and you have the Arabs. Right. And on the right, everybody's competing for how many seats they get. Um, it's interesting. It's, um, this time, I thought it was going to finish up. I thought it wasn't going to happen, but it looks like people have uh, egos. What's interesting, and you know BB better than anybody, what's interesting is obviously, knowing his political acumen, which you've described in the past, he's not as concerned about Gidon Sar as many think he should be. Do you agree with me that he's, I agree. he's really not afraid of anybody at the moment? I agree. Listen, if you think about it, BB in the last four years has accomplished more than I think any prime minister since Menachem Begin, and maybe even Menachem Begin. Wow. Some of the things that he's done, the Abraham Accords and all the different Begin would have been efforts. proud. Begin would have been proud. Begin would have been proud. And uh, with those accomplishments, it's shocking that people constantly want to pull him down and take over themselves. I mean, Gidon Sar has been interested in Bibi's job 
I think since he was 11 years old, and <laughs> I don't think he stopped one day. Um, his wife also is very interested in Gidon Sar becoming prime minister. And I think, you know, the interesting thing is that the two guys challenging BB both worked in his office, whether right. it's Bennett right. or uh, Gidon Sar. It also tells us that, we always say this, and you warn us every time, don't believe the polls in Israel. If Gidon Sar is doing well, it's very possible that Bibi has better information, that he's not doing as well as the press right. thinks he is. So. Right, right. The, the beauty of what's going on now with the Israeli government is you have two people that I think Bibi really likes that aren't in Likud, but are possible successors at some future date. Meaning um, Yossi Kohn, the head of the Mossad, right. and Ron Dermer, the ambassador for the last four years, who is the brains behind so much of what's gone into the Trump relationship. It's, Ron is, is constantly thinking of new ways out of the box to accomplish peace, to accomplish things with the Arabs. I remember when I saw Ron, um, it was four years ago, it's right after Trump took over. I was down in Washington and I went to see him and he told me that he's got meetings that day with the ambassador from the United Arab Emirates. This is four years ago, which, which is pretty amazing that it started maybe even way before then and the, um, these talks are accomplishing a lot. I think there's much more to come uh, unless um, the new U.S. government uh, if there is one um, goes in the other direction, which would upset me, but upset, should upset all of us. But I think, um, I think there's still more to come. Well, look, you were very proud of our mission to Dubai, and you know the, the, the message we brought back. It is hard sometimes for young Jewish Orthodox children, like myself who grew up in the 20th century, to believe that there are Arab countries that really want sincere peace with Israel. BB proved it. Trump proved it, Dermer proved it, yep. and, and all of us watched as all this was going on. Amazing. You know, when I was, I, I took a trip in 1993, immediately after the Oslo Accords were signed, the Israeli government hired me, hired oh, me I remember this. Yeah. to go to the Arab countries right. and talk about, not peace, but to talk about business, business right. I remember between, the U, between the Israelis and, and the Arab countries. And the reaction we got was, it's not time, it's not time. It's not time, particularly, you know, countries like Saudi Arabia. It's just amazing that from that point, but they did say at some point it will be. Yeah, but it also shows us that Oslo was not the right model and Abraham was the right model. Exactly. That's really, you know, you come in with a position of strength, you're going to get a lot more done. Well, you know this. I mean, this is so obvious. I love hearing it. It's exactly right. I want to thank Aryeh Kunstler, who just donated 10 times high. He comes and entertain us, entertains us and then supports us, and I thank him very much. Phil, one of the disasters, and I think you'd agree that we're allowed to use that strong of a word. One of the disasters of COVID is there are no trips with Birthright Israel going to Israel, and that means that tens of thousands of students, many of whom reconnect with their tradition, many of whom encourage their family when they get back to reconnect with their tradition, many of whom, I heard this report yesterday on the Amudim event, many of them insist on marrying Jewish when they never thought of whether they should marry a Jew before they went to Israel. All that is gone for the period of a year. We need Birthright back no, as soon as true. possible. Birthright is the most successful Kiruv effort in the history of the Jewish people. Birthright has brought 750,000 people, Jewish people, to Israel and reconnected them 
with both Israel and their heritage. And it, the evidence, we have so much evidence, polling, studies, oh. that show that it works. The reports that you have on this are amazing. Yeah, the, the fact that, um, you know, the numbers that marry Jewish uh, spouses bring up their kids Jewish. It's like something like an 85 to 90 oh. percent bring their kids Overwhelming. up Jewish. Uh, so, has there been a Zoom board meeting about yeah. when this is going to restart? Yeah. Or we have we have a regular um, board update, hoping um, that hoping and hoping and hoping. Um, I mean, we're we, not giving up on summer of twenty one. I hope. No, we have a wait list. Oh, good. We have a wait list of maybe seventy five to one hundred thousand kids who want to go, who wanted to go this year. Some of them, and some of them are eligible next year. The fact is, we don't have a date yet, but we're hoping it's even earlier than the summer of twenty one. We're hoping it's. Somewhere in the spring. I hope so. Um, really hope important so. because, as I always say, there are 100,000 kids that are eligible the first time every year. 100,000. Newly have, eligible. Newly eligible. We've taken 50,000. Now, I don't sleep at night because of the other 50. Right. Now I'm... You know. <laughs> now, now, unfortunately, now you're sleeping. Now I'm sleeping. Right. <laughs> because the whole, the whole organization, unfortunately, has been put to sleep for a yeah. while. But you uh, know what? We're still we're planning um, in Israel. They're making sure that the tour guides and the educators are busy um, with other missions so that uh, they keep up on top of their game and they keep, and they keep alive and in, in, yeah. in business. That's you know, true. the fact is so many people are starving. You want to make sure that your people um, who contribute to the organization continue to be fine, and that's what we do. Phil Rosen is here. Before I ask him to, to do some pitching and tell everybody why it's important to support our efforts, there are people who may not be specific sponsors of specific projects, but they are such regular donors to us and supporters uh, that when we go on a trip like to Dubai, we know that they are with us and supporting us. With all that in mind, because Phil Rosen has been somebody who's been part of the backbone of this network for the last 20, 30 years, we have this limited edition NSN Dubai 2020 shirt that I hope you'll accept. Love it. And know that people like you were with us, even if you weren't with us, were with us when we were traveling around the Arabian. Arabian, That's great. Arabian Gulf, right? Ar- right, the Ar- Gulf. Arabian Gulf, they call it now? Arabian yeah. Gulf. Can't say Persian Gulf anymore. Thank you so much. A pleasure. I have Thank to you. tell you, I, I've been to Dubai five times on business. That first trip was not business, and then five other times since then. Um, I'm a big fan of Dubai. I meet with the um, political leadership all the time. I meet with the business leadership. I have clients there that I've had as my clients for this for, for a bunch of years and um, Dubai is a great place it's a great place to visit e- everybody doesn't know that uh, Dubai is a country that was created out of the desert right literally a slight comparison to Israel they say when you think of modern Jewish history not, 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 we, have, we have it when it comes to the old days <laughs> right we have the old it, days <laughs> when it comes to modern they don't Jewish have history. any old days that's correct they had there's no old days so over there it's amazing uh, that they created it and it's amazing that it's so open to Jews and to Israel right now. And now they're talking about 150 caterers and restaurants that will be kosher in Dubai. They're talking about a brand new mikveh in Dubai. They're talking about synagogues That's sprouting great. up. And the Chabad is increasing from five people in charge to 30 people that they'll have around the region, which is That's pretty great. Amazing. And if you look at the rabbis who are there, Rabbi Sarna sure. and um, Rabbi, Rabbi Abadi, Abadi right. both um, really terrific people. I know 
I know Rabbi Abadi for a very long time. He was on the board of Likud when I was uh, oh. when I was the chairman. He's and we were in Shir together at YU. How do you like that? And we That's reunited in Dubai. Really, <laughs> show you the craziness of this world. Amazing. Phil, today's Giving Tuesday. Encourage everybody to support us and keep us going. So let me let me just tell everybody out there. And thank you to whoever just gave us that approbation in the background. I appreciate that. <laughs> the um, the Nachum Siegel show and the NSN is absolutely essential for us, for our future, to keep us going, to keep us aware of what's going on, um, and to inspire us. I think that uh, if you listen to the music, the music alone is inspirational. Nachum's words of wisdom, Nachum's guests and, and speakers are just up, up the wazoo, as they say in my language. <laughs> I mean, there, there are people on the list of, um, of live programmers that are just superstars of the Jewish community. That's true. If you think about it, yeah. to listen to Charlie Harari, I, I would do that 24-7 <laughs> if I could. And with us, you can, actually. <laughs> with you, you can. <laughs> Maybe when I retire, that's one go. of the things I'll do. <laughs> one of your goals. <laughs> um, but there are so many people on your list of uh, programmers. Just amazing. And you know what? I actually believe that people in power, people of influence, listen to your show and, and think through the issues. And that, I'm hoping, continues for a very long time. You have a government now in the United States that I pray to God listens to your show because they'll hear the truth rather than the stuff that they're hearing out there in the New York Times marketplace. So. I appreciate that very much. Everybody out there, keep us going. It's fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Phil Rosen, continue your so, incredible work on behalf of the Jewish people. And before I finish, before I finish... I want to do a hundred times sky. Wow! Um, thank you to your uh, to thank your you effort. Very much. My pleasure. Unbelievable. And thank you so much. I hope much. you continue for a very long time, and it's great to be here. This is the one time in the year that my wife lets me come to got to get a bagel <laughs> because of the no bagel rule. You, 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 you better hope we show up here more often. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm actually a little worried she might pass by and see if I'm eating. So I think we're okay. But, that's it. Thank you, so, Phil. One more thing. Yeah, sure. The Max hopefully will be back. We were talking about it earlier January. today when Avi Lauer was here. I hope they'll be back in January. We need it. The international Jewish community that knows how well they represent the Jewish people needs the YU Max on it's, the court. It's so true. They bring such an inspiration. Oh, so much to, pride. Uh, to, Judy, to Jewish people. Yeah. I mean, if you saw... How many people watched their playoff game yep. um, on video? How many people were waiting for that uh, Final Four game? Yep. I mean, it's sad that that's one of the, another one of the casualties of COVID. Obviously not as bad as some of the right. others. But, but they're still on that uh, bus on the way to Virginia, I'm telling you. They're yep, still there waiting yep. for that game to start. But Amazing. unfortunately, it doesn't seem like it will. Thank so you, Phil. My last word is yeah. go Max. And thank you, Nachum, very pleasure. much for all you do. And thank you for including me in the beauty of what you do. Appreciate that Really appreciate much. it. Thank you, Phil. Phil Rosen, everybody. Yeshiva University, American Friends of Likud, Birthright, and great causes like ours. And I thank him for that wonderful donation. And encourage everybody to give at fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and make our Giving Tuesday a successful Giving Tuesday.